Welcome everyone once again to, well, I guess for maybe the first time, because this is the official episode one of Anatomy of an Idiot. Uh, I'm your lead idiot, Jonathan Dishaw, and with me once again, I have my co-hosts. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? I'm idiot number one, Brian. Hola, mi gordito, como esta? I'm Paul. <laughs> nice, to, nice to be here again. <laughs> Nice to have you guys. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I've been excited to, to actually get around to doing our first real episode. Um, it's taken a lot out of us, but we got episode one going. So, Brian, how, how's life been treating you so far? Uh, well, I just got back from a trip uh, to Texas, and oh, New why? York State is monitoring me. Why did you go to Texas? A uh, family wedding. Wedding? In the pandemic? Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, you love are... stops for nobody. <laughs> you are a bold one. Mm. Who got married? Uh, cousins, uh, a distant cousin. Ah, I see. So, yeah, was it worth it? Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. What part of what part of Texas? San Antonio. Oh, that's a nice part of Texas. That, that's, okay, yeah. yeah, it could it could be worse. You could go to Dallas or the Panhandle, like Armarillo, or one of those, like just. Drive through towns. Yeah, we also went to uh, New Braunfels, which is like the outskirts, the severe outskirts of San Antonio. God, beautiful neighborhood, though. I, I fully expect any listeners from Texas to be like, "Hey, fuck you guys!" Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! You know what? They can just do that. That that's fine. I mean, they, it could be they worse. Can... They they could be from California, like me and Paul. Hey, they can. Form- they hate Californians, as I found out. They do. They they really do. Uh, I think I think Austinites are cool with Californians, but the rest of Texas definitely hates California. Well, they think we're all crazy, right? That's, are we not? I think it's mostly like they're in contention with you guys for like regional burger chains is the the main gripe that I that I picked apart there. And it's like, oh, uh, we have In and Out, you know. They have in and out, and it's like then they're competing for like, oh fuck, uh, what was it? It was um, well because California what in and out in and out started in California. Yeah, that's ours. They can't take it. Yeah, they they just happened to open one in Texas. They say in and out versus Whataburger, and mm-hmm. then you know it's like Burger War related. I found out uh, in and out actually just opened their first uh, location in Colorado. 12-hour wait. What the hell? Really? Just like our local Arby's that opened up about a year ago. Well, people go to Arby's in New York? People go to yeah. Arby's anywhere? Ooh, I, really... I think of New York. I think of these, like, corner delis where this just, like, Uncle Joe's gonna give you a nice cut of beef, right? You know, <laughs> or something like that. Why would you go to Arby's? I mean, we, we're also... In, in the city, anyway, we have Bubba Gump Shrimp, which is the most Louisiana thing in New York. There's another yeah, one I think in San Francisco. Louisiana. I've been to that one. I've been to yeah. the one in Universal Universal Studios City Walk. So, but so back on the topic of, of delis, though, um, I actually, you know, I went I went to New York City as part of a trip, uh, God fucking a decade ago, and I went to uh, Carnegie Deli, mm. which is sadly no longer in operation it closed down like the year after i went i think 
Yeah, I think didn't um, Colbert, not Colbert, um, Letterman, didn't he make that famous or something? I don't know. He probably like helped. I, if I remember correctly, they have like a lot of um, like celebrity photos and stuff on the walls because like it was it was a big celebrity spot. I think I've only ever driven past it once, so I'm not the uh, the leading authority on on Carnegie Deli. So. I mean, it, it's it, it's in Manhattan. It's like you have to be in Manhattan in order to go there, and that's not really convenient for anyone. It. Yeah, but yeah, Arby's. especially with that traffic. Why would there be a line at Arby's? I don't even. I, they don't have anything good, do they? Because they don't know, we're, Paul. They don't know. We're suckers for novelty. Like we're we're getting our next uh, Dairy Queen, which isn't exactly new to us, but you know another. It's rare. It's not exactly a McDonald's or a Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so that's if I remember correctly, Dairy Queen is another California thing. Is um, it? Or at least it originated. I thought it was in a California. Connecticut thing. I could be wrong, but I know. So, Paul, there was a there was a Dairy Queen a couple of miles from you, a couple miles north from you. Well, just downtown, was, either yeah, the one in Highland, right? The one in Highland, yeah, yeah. So it ended up becoming a California Grill and Chill. Yes, is the new name of that restaurant, but it's like it's basically the exact same restaurant. So yeah, the, to skirt you know um, franchise rules, they just renamed all the sandwiches and the blizzards. They named them something else, like the chilies or i don't know what they went with but something like that i don't i don't remember exactly but the human ingenuity to overcome challenges such as franchise tags is just remarkable to me human ingenuity to go through legal loopholes exactly it's it's the american way i guess it's the american way back in college actually i heard about like Somebody opened like an In-N-Out or some Western franchise in New York City, and then somebody wrote into Corporan's like, "Hey, thank you so much for for opening this in New York. You know, I, I really love I love it when I go out there." And it's like, "What are you talking about? We didn't open up, you know, an In-N-Out or whatever it was." Oh. So that, that quickly shut it down. Oh no! Someone got. They got tailed on. That's what that was. They they got the polite Karen told on. That's that's like arguably worse. Yeah, it was it wasn't even someone complaining. It was just like, hey, thank you so much. Like I'm so happy about this. And it was like mm, Shut it down. No good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> how about you, John? How how you been? Well, I just finished moving. Um That's right, you've oh relocated. My, I've relocated. Oh my god. I am so glad so I, I, I used to live by myself, and now I have a roommate, and my roommate recently got a dog. So now by, by association, I now have a dog. Does uh, the dog love you? Absolutely she does. Oh, uh, and there's, no. a, there's a whole story there. Um, so we, um, on Halloween, so this was about a month ago now, actually, we, had, we went to a, um, like an adoption event at one of our local uh, car dealerships. So like the ASPCA was there. Um, a couple of different local uh, adoption agencies were there. And so we went and we visited with a couple of different dogs. And, and this one just happened to really like us. And we liked her. So we told them, hey, like we'd like to apply for her. And so fast forward a couple of weeks, um, we get a call saying, hey, guys, um, we wanted to do like a... Uh, a home check essentially just to see like 
what kind of living situation the dog would have and if you guys would be, you know, capable of caring for her. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, yeah, awesome. Like, come on, come, come check it out. So they come and hang out with us for a while. And as soon as the dog sees us, she just runs up and basically tackles us with her, you know, little 12, 15 pound frame. She's a, she's a nine month old, um, Jack Russell. Okay. That was so, my next question. What, what kind of dog is it? Yeah. So, so it's she's gonna be she, a, a small to medium dog, um, fairly low energy. Well, so no, this is a, this is a Jack Russell. She is going to be full of energy. Well, nine months, anything's full of energy at nine months. I'm sure Brian was full of energy and pissing vigor at nine months, but guilty. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so they came over and they did the house inspection and stuff, and they're like, "Oh man, this is great!" Like, you know, Taylor's going to school for for uh, to be a vet tech, um, you know, and I I do computer stuff at home, so you know, there's all either I'm here and and Taylor works at a um, they they call it a doggy day camp. Yes, I've heard of those. They're so, expensive AF. Yes, and and if we ever get her on this podcast, she will have stories to tell about Karens because the kind of person who takes their dog to a doggy day camp is uh, bougie at best. So, yeah, what's the difference between a doggy day camp and a doggy day care? I feel like there's bit of confusion there there's probably no difference um the, it's it's basically boarding and grooming um but like their whole like aesthetic is like summer camp kind of thing for a dog they make like, friends with other dogs right right and so so that was another thing that they were uh excited about for that for us is because because taylor works there she can just take the dog with her to work and then she'll get, you know, socializing and training and grooming. So it's like, she'll obviously be very well taken care of with us. So, we, like I said, this was a very popular dog. We were not the only people to apply. They had like three or four other uh, home inspections to do that day. So they said, hey, we got one more after you. If we don't make a decision at the end of today, then we'll probably you know, make a decision on Monday. Cause this was, this was Friday when they came by. Now this so, is Halloween or shortly thereafter. No, no. Um, so Halloween was when we went to the adoption event and, and put in the application. And I mm-hmm. think it was about two weeks later that, that they had the home inspection. So, so yeah, so we've had her for about a week now. So, you know, they, they left to go to the final home inspection. We get a call about an hour and a half later saying, Hey, she's yours. Hmm. So apparently like, she didn't take to them nearly as well as she did with us. Right. And then I'm sure they were just impressed by, you know, what we had for her. But yeah, so so I have a dog now. And so yeah, welcome to dog ownership. Yeah. Oh my god. They, there was another dog at this. This is going to be the, the dog episode of the podcast, I think. Um, there was another dog named Lucky at... Our, our dog oh. is named Garnet, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um so there was another dog there. His name was Lucky. He was like a he was like a Chihuahua mix, and he had this this underbite that was so ugly it was adorable. So you in the mirror then every 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 yeah every day. yeah okay yeah basically <laughs> like if I just talk like this you know this is what this dog will look like. Um, Give us a bark. No, not gonna bark for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Was bold of you, Brian. Well done. Oh, thank you. But yeah, um, one of my dogs, uh, Chewy, the uh, the walking <laughs> life I got going on, she does very much have the uh, 
the underbite going on. It's, it's a dog breed thing. Just bad breeding, I guess. Just, But all right. So John has, John's house proud. Brian could be COVID positive. It's a good time. <laughs> no, I, I tested. I'm negative. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so how was yeah. that? Being an unprecedented like pandemic in our lifetime, I had no idea what to expect. Like I had to make an appointment with my pharmacy, and then it's like drive through, right? That's not unheard of, but it's like I'll talk you through the test. So it's like okay, simple enough instructions, right? So you know, I, I get to the drive through. It's like one COVID test, please. You know, the Futurama was yeah. it Futurama one out al- no is one alcohol please that's the one yes yeah. and it's like one COVID test please so like it's I was in and out of there like seven minutes at the drive through right you give you the swab and then drop it in the in the in the mailbox as it were the, the drug it, testing mailbox the deposit the box yeah yeah and then it's like drive away you'll get the results and they said three to five days I got them back a day and a half later so. Wow. So, I mean, I guess that's a good thing that they're coming back quicker. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're really, uh, it's, it's normal at this point, I suppose. This is the new normal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we're what, six, seven, eight months into this. This is normal. We are seven months into this. So here's, so here's my thing now. I am currently planning on going to Nebraska for Christmas. Dear God. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm, you the same attitude I just gave Brian for going to Texas. Yeah, and and I'm I'm feeling it too. But like, there are extenuating circumstances, mm-hmm. and if there were not these extenuating circumstances, then I probably wouldn't go. But because there are, I'm I just I just gotta do it. You gotta risk it. Gotta risk it. So I'm wondering if I'm gonna end up having to do the same thing you did when I come back. How how strict is the Nevada government? Do they make you sign paperwork when entering the state? No, I mean I don't know. It, we'll we'll see what happens in a month, right? Because like the the restrictions are changing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we just got a little stricter a couple of days ago. So like I, I know one of my favorite breweries was just like, hey guys, our our uh, capacity has gone down to twenty one in the building. Um, you guys are still doing indoor. <laughs> yeah yeah so so and that's where i was going with this i know california is like significantly stricter oh wait i mean th- we are so strict um that they've actually installed a uh, a curfew like no activity after 10 p.m because you know covid only comes out at night apparently mm. yeah yeah I, same I, you know, thing over in the city mothers hide your daughters covid is out and about you know <laughs> Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've tried to rationalize that and that, like, they're trying to shut down, like, people who sleep during the day and party at night at bars and whatever. I'm trying to rationalize that thought process. It doesn't strictly hold up, you know? It's hard to... Well, but here's the thing. Right? Where it's, is this 10 p.m. time slot coming from, you know? It's not supposed to be an end-all, be-all, right? All, all the measures that states are implementing are... The point is, they might help, right? And how, they're not how, trying, right? Right. How much it will help is up for debate, but it's just, okay, maybe this will help. Maybe this will help. Like, it's, they're just, they gotta try something, because obviously it's not working. Because at the end of the day, I feel like watching the news is like hearing their play-by-play 
of a car accident in slow motion or a train wreck. You know, well, just that's why I don't watch the news. Just watching it so slow, like you're hearing the numbers go up steadily, and it's like, what are we? You know, it's like watching football, right? You know, you watch a play develop and fold out, and you're like, from where you're sitting as an as an audience member, you're like, he's gonna go backwards. He's gonna go up for a loss on this play, and it happens that way because you see it. The, you're not in that position where the player is running and zigging and zagging, and you know it's it's entirely a different feel to it. Then you hear the crunch and you're like, oh, okay, he didn't make it. Loss of five. Yeah, then, the then it's definitely a different feel to it. Then it's third it's down. down with a loss <laughs> of three. Third down and long. Good luck. But here, here's the here's my cons- other concern though. Um, I mentioned this uh, previously to you guys, but you know, my mom uh, just recovered from COVID uh, mm-hmm. quite recently, um, as did my grandma who lives with her. So I'm just I'm just wondering like. You know, is my mom going to be sick again by the time I get out there? Hey, according to some people, you're immune or she's immune. So I'm just we'll saying, see. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so she, she sent us uh, me, me and my aunt are both going up, but she sent us uh, a couple of N95 masks that she was able to acquire. So we'll have those for the for the plane ride. Now I'm not sure about like the, the the filter masks, right? That you see with the the hole in the like right in front of the mouth, you know. Like, mm-hmm. It reminds me of Bane from Dark Knight Rises, and I would love to like actually talk like that. But I'm not sure if they actually work. I don't want to talk like, like this. Tonight's yeah. the night of America's reckoning. <laughs> like, <that. laughs> let's see what breaks first: your spirit or your body. I, I, I like that. And uh, Rip Sean Connery, he would have done a great voice too. Yeah, dude, fucking Sean Connery. They're dropping like flies, and then Chadwick Boseman too. Chadwick Boseman, oh and there God. was Chadwick and Boseman. there was one more, right? There's always in threes. Oh, there's more than three. But well, no, but point, but, like, but recently because they Alex three Trebek. Act- Alex Trebek. Alex, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and somebody posted on Reddit the next day, like. Uh, we meet again, Trebek. You know, yes. Saturday night. Yes, Friday, fucking yeah. SNL skit. Oh, I love I that one. I would love to see that. So Suck it, Trebek. But I'm, I'm excited to know. I'm sad, but I'm excited that Disney's going to cop out and like do some weird like uh, Fast and the Furious editing with Chadwick or Princess Leia, you know, with their face superimposed. And like, mm-hmm. they're not going to cop out, right? They're going to they're going to. He, he, they're gonna honor he's, him he's gone right well i mean especially yeah. because of how much backlash they got for it for star wars you know oh they got star they got backlash for star wars way more for than that uh, there well, was yeah there's so many more You're problems right. <laughs> okay we we've already done the star wars conversation so yeah so, i was gonna say we did we talked about star wars last time but we, i was telling john last night that they're they're starting filming uh, Black Panther two in 2021, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. 2021. So yeah, look forward to a 2022 Black Panther two. So I'm so. Ass- I'm assuming it's going to be his little sister taking up the mantle. She at really? least as far as the comics is, you know, that's one way they could go. Yeah, well, I, like, I think that's yeah. the most uh, reasonable way to go about it. Right, she'd be in the position to take over as as Black Panther and Queen of Wakanda, right? Right, and yeah. and I mean, and that's. That's pretty good too because that's uh, inclusivity, right? Having a, a lead woman of color in a Marvel movie. Absolutely, now, that... but but is that a, is that the reason why she should get the role? 
No, but it's well, nice it's to, a, it's a, that it's going to be a thing. And and not to... There's a precedent for it. It's it's a very well-established plot. I don't follow the comic books too much, but I know that actually happened in the comics is she took over the mantle. Right. Yeah, and then... It, it, um, it's precedent, yeah. I can't have to think of some neckbeard is going to rage on oh, some they're, forum. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna. Just, and that's fine. <laughs> let let um, them rage, right? Well, because here's the other thing, right? Is... Um, Oh god, is it is it Ms. Marvel? Um Kamala Khan? Captain Marvel. I, Cap- no. Yeah. yeah, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Both are correct. Oh, is it? Okay. I so there's the, Ms. Marvel and then there's Captain Marvel. So. so I'm thinking Kamala Khan, right? And the only thing I really know about her comes from my time playing Marvel Puzzle Quest. And I just know she was one of my favorite uh characters in that game. Um I know she was either is in or is planned to be in uh the the avengers game yeah that's what i'm yes. hearing too yeah the uh, is, is it the is, protagonist is it a dlc or, or is, it, is she the i think she's the protagonist the game. primary protagonist oh okay cool so i haven't played it and apparently nobody else has either i apparently, watched it's it got at outstanding E3. viewership i've heard that like square enix lost like three million dollars so far on that game christmas is coming they'll recoup some of that like half maybe is there going to be a next possibly. console game what is it going to be a, a next gen console game or is it going to stay on the old oh console? yeah i think they i think they announced that like if you have the playstation 4 version you could get the ps5 version for free so got it. got it so we've we've caught up on each other's lives so far i feel like we o- i've only talked to you two since the last podcast recording yeah paul you You've caught up on our lives, but you haven't said anything about yours. Not, no, I haven't. Do you have any questions about my life? <laughs> Tell me about your life, Paul. How are your eight girlfriends? Oh, just eight? eight. No. Well, during the pandemic, yes. that's the last thing you want, right? You you want less people in your personal bubble than I mean, more. yes and no. Like, I, I don't know about you, but solitude gets pretty lonely sometimes. So, for, for me, I feel that um, since... We, we mentioned episode zero. I live with my mom. Or I, I should rephrase that, right? I live in a household with my mom and my grandpa, right? We we live together. Um, yeah, you're, you're still the primary uh, or one just, of the primary breadwinners. Just don't tell my you're mom the, that. You're the muscle of the house. <laughs> don't tell my mom that because she would, I don't know. Um, you, <laughs> you know my mom, John. So she, she'd throw the chunkla at you. She would. It would. It would go around corners. It, it's a tactical chunkla, right? She. Um, she is. She is the uh, Peruvian equivalent of the landlady from Kung Fu Hustle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've never seen that. Oh, Brian! The movie You're guy. the movie guy. You need to watch to... Kung Fu Hustle. Oh you my do. god! Yeah. You really do. I've seen Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> Like and I and John doesn't movies. watch things. It's a cult classic, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry to say I missed it. But speaking of movies, Join I actually have uh, I have some Join points us. to 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 you know come across. Okay. Um, two crazy movie theories. I don't know if I've discussed them before. Might have been on the last episode. Tommy Lee Jones as a government agent. Go so, on. Like in every movie he's in, he he's somehow employed by some government agency. Men in Black, I guess, counts, but it, it's it's a gray area, right? And we then above um, the law, beyond yeah, it, the last suit you'll ever wear. And then I saw okay. like one years ago where like he was an FBI agent covering witness protection or something for like a sorority. 
Oh yeah, no, he he was it a wasn't uh, great. Texas Ranger or something like that. Or yes, mm, yeah, I remember that movie. Um, for a cheerleading squad, I think it's what it was. They like yeah. and then there's murder or something. Yeah, and then there's Captain America one where he's Chester Phillips, the the the, 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 the drill general, sergeant, Colonel, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then I mean, there's Tommy Lee Jones just has that like old authority white guy figure persona. <laughs> You know? He plays straight man, right? That's what it is. He, play, he plays the straight man. Yeah. yeah. And it no, but ends here's up the thing: like he plays cop he, or an officer of some kind. And... It's a very comical role, respectively, for his Men in Black role. But he, well, yes, but he's still the straight man. In he's he's half of that duo. He's deadpan, but he's, he's like right. still kind of yeah. funny, right? Yeah. Like, no, it's 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 a very it's a classic um, comedy duo situation. There's. Um, Oh god, what's what's the name of like the goofy one? The comic like, there's, a, there, there's a there's a term for it and I can't remember what it is. But it's like the goof one and the straight man. And right. it's you know, Ab- Abbott and Costello did this. Um Who's on um, first? Key and right, Peel. Key and Peel do it. They're oh, they're yeah. a, a classic comedy duo. Do you want to go? But it's always go? that uh shit, Keenan and Kel. Right? Keenan and Kel. Yes. Because Keenan Keenan's the straight man and Kel is like the off the wall goofy guy. There's varying degrees of straight man and and depends on the context, I suppose. But right, it's it's basically you're the the straight man is the one who is logical and uh, rational and usually right, and and it's fun to subvert that sometimes. But the role they play is the deadpan, like grounded in reality person. Whereas the other person throws the jokes at them, yeah, their their wild card, I guess, would be yeah. So so we sit uh, so wild card and the straight man, like that's the yeah. Um, Article thirteen, section eight, you know, says that we must neutralize all, you know. All I the know the code, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I have another crazy theory for you boys. Ewan McGregor. Always taking public transportation in his movies. I most recently watched um, what's that that movie, the Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep. Mm. He he absolutely takes a public bus. All right, so there's that. There's I think in Star Wars, right? Maybe not every movie, but every character he plays takes public transportation. Right? Yeah, Star Wars was the exception. I don't think he ever takes public transport. No, Episode Uh, Two or Three, I believe. Yeah, when he yeah, goes to Camino, tracking down Django. Yeah, no, and then he drew the the Jedi Starfighter to Camino. Did he I take... have to watch it again? Okay, damn it, we're back but... to Star Wars. Trust me, I, <laughs> I can be to... I can be our authority on Star Wars. That did not happen. This is the Star Wars COVID podcast. Um, uh, also, I, I just to close that loop, um, I looked it up. It's the Wise Guy, and the ah, okay, got it, got that's, it. That's the classic comedy duo. Okay, at least there's a name to it. Yeah, um, and apparently there's a, there's one for the for a comedy trio as well. So we'll think about that for the future. So Brian, who's on first? What comedy was that? Who's on first? That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. It'd be By a way, horrible sports commentary for sure. Speaking of, Brian, you didn't finish Celatria, did you? I know in, in episode zero you talked about the fact that you bought it, but you never Yeah, actually, I bought it. I never started it. You need to fucking play it's it. It's on my stack, yeah. A I, I, little bit of a spoiler. There's a who's on first joke. 
Yes, yes, yes. The second second half of chapter three is one big who's on first joke. It is. It's, it's, I I know what his face was, but you know, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. What's his face is the, is the thing we added. Yeah. So Brian, did you wanted to also talk about sports commentary? And I, I was trying to give you a very nice lead into it. And you that was just, a very generous segue, you just, and I, you just wafted at it. So I'm going to just be blunt this time. <laughs> yes, Brian, talk about sports have, now. I had this thought, and like I love naming That's things. I'm not, yeah, I'm not great at naming things, but like let me posit this theory. Right, I'm calling it the Joe Buck effect. <laughs> Joe Buck being the sports commentator. Barbaric. Everybody hates him, and yeah. he's going into the Hall of Fame this year. Why? Right? I, I I guess because of who his dad is. I don't. Uh, Who's I couldn't dad? tell you. As, as somebody Fader. who has no idea who the fuck you're talking about, who is was it Joe Bucca? Joe Buck. Joe He's Buck. Like Joe Buck. The Fox. The the Fox Sports commentator for baseball and football. Yep. Okay. Opposite Troy and, Aikman. Okay, I know who Troy Aikman is. Surprisingly. Yeah. So who is Joe Buck's father? He he is also a famous sports uh caster like he's one That's of the right. ones that people fondly remember of calling some of the best games of all time yes okay. he's actually more respectable right and so is, the is joe this buck like back in, in the in the radio era yeah like the early tv 80s? for joe Buck's dad as well jack okay. buck yeah yeah okay i'm i'm jack Buck. that's a name i'm i'm almost caught up so go ahead and so and i want everybody favorite. listening to this to, to know what the Joe Buck effect is. Um, it's the term that despite one's lengthy, lengthy resume, they can still be terrible at what they do. Now, if you do a quick YouTube search of why is Joe Buck so terrible, you'll see what I mean in under two minutes. Okay, well, I'm not going to do that now, but remind me to do it later. L- little um, bit of homework for you, for the, for the folks at home as well. So, so, the, so when we have episode two, you're gonna you know walk us through why, why you feel the Joe Buck effect is a real thing. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so I'll you, live up to that. Let, let me see if I've got this right. So, the Joe Buck effect, as you have named it, yes, is being in an industry for a long time and being known as somebody who's been in it for a long time, but is twenty five thirty bad. years. Yes. Boy, that could be Grover. Dear God, it could be. He's our one listener. Don't don't offend him. That's fine. So so for those of you who don't know, Grover is uh, Paul and I's boss at the game studio hey, we work at. Hey, for the record, I am not his employee. For the record. I'm, al- I'm also not his employee. I'm a contractor, technically. I'm a co-owner of the damn company. All right. Well, I, he's my boss. He's your boss. That Thank you very you much. business partners. What was that, Brian? That makes you business partners. We are business partners. Me, my, me, myself, Matthew, and Jabari, where we co-own the business. And then we have to make something great out of truly great gaming experiences. That's the motto. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. It's a good motto. Well, hey, we, what's a motto with you? Wait, when did we change the motto? Because it used to be, cre- what, create something, collaborate? Create, create, communicate, collaborate. You see it on the cover of every single one of your correspondence from the studio, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's. I see it, I see it on inter- my paycheck. That that's your internal hmm. motto. That's that's the like the the, the creed we 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 have, we strive for, right? That's that's still standards. Hmm. Um, for everybody else, you know, like let's say for Brian, 
as a consumer, he he wouldn't know where to begin with that probably. Create, communicate, collaborate, right? The two of those words sound alike, you know, communicate and collaborate. You know, how can you collaborate without communication? So <laughs> you'd be surprised. Exactly. We have a vision and a mission statement. So it's a simplified mission statement, is what it sounds like. Yeah. It's part of a, a, a greater statement, like like Brian said. You've never gone to the website, John, and read what's on there? <laughs> I, I'm sure I have. I just forgot. Okay. I was going to say. But yeah, um, our consumer model mod, motto is to, cre- you know, dot, dot, ellipses, to create truly great gaming experiences. Um, okay. So, so since we're on the gaming topic... Um, so remember at the end of the last episode, I wanted to shift into a topic and I, I found out what the topic was finally. Um, as you guys, I'm sure, are very aware, there, there are a couple of games that have been super popular in terms of streamers and just other kinds of content creation and stuff like that. Um, and those are Among Us, Fall Guys, and Animal Crossing. Now, Animal Crossing definitely dominated like the first half of the year, right? Especially once once COVID really hit and the lockdown started and everyone was like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'm playing Animal Crossing now. Yeah, that, that um, was a very much the first three to four months of the pandemic. Was right, just... and, and while it's still, you know, qu- quite popular, it is nowhere near as popular as it was in those first three to four months. Um, and then, you know, Fall Guys hit, and that was the popular thing for a couple of months uh, and is still popular, but not as popular. And then Among Us came back out because that's been around for a long time. It just gained popularity all of a sudden. So what I was what this has uh, you know, led me to is gamers have such a fucking short attention span. Are you just barely realizing this now? I guess. But like. I feel like it's it's the gaming population at large, right? Because obviously there are exceptions to the rule. Um, Brian, you and I, I don't play think it's Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, I don't we, think it's limited to just gamers. I think it's like the audience of casual players. Not so much gamers, but you know what now, I mean? Like, now, I'm, I'm just trying not to gatekeep here. Because yeah. anybody who plays games is a gamer. Right? I think it's young adults at large. I think it's anybody. anybody. It's a ruin advertising, right? You have five seconds to get someone's attention before. Even I think it's down to three seconds. Yeah, before you, they're on board now. Click next thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think yep. it's it's a symptom of a uh, or the outcome of a society of instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, I mean, totally agree. I I guess I have a question. So we have a couple of streamer friends. I've you know I've been a streamer for a while but it's like how do we keep up with this right like how how does it become um a profitable uh industry to be a content creator if you have to keep changing uh your content like constantly i don't think you have to keep changing i think it's just a matter of boredom like sponsorship dollars like pave the way for the next among us the next uh fall guys right like all you need is ad dollars to to stand out and then boom so the the next big hit so to address that who made fall guys and who made among us where they couldn't tell you they're indies right 
Yeah, they are both indie games. Yeah, because that would not make it past an elevator pitch. I, I don't see any of those either games. We're going to do some, like, some physics people that are flopping around and running on various platforms. It's going to be great. I promise, boss. Well, so, so here's the thing, right? They can't. All, all three of those games are very simple, right? A- Animal Crossing is, is very zen. Like, mm-hmm. you, there's no, you know, there's no real action to it. Right. So it's nice to just sit and play for a while and, and just veg out. But Animal um, Crossing existed before all this. It wasn't a... Sure. Like, sure. But it, it it basically came out at just the right time for everyone to, like, get into it at the same time. Everybody had free time all of a sudden. Right. And, and because Animal Crossing is such a slow game, you need free time in order to, to really appreciate it. Maybe that's whenever I I I never got into it to be uh, full disclosure. I never got into Animal Crossing. Yeah, and and I I I wouldn't expect you to. You're you're not that kind of gamer. Yeah, it's not my kind of game. Yeah, but like Um, I like I like what you said though, John. You know, anyone who plays games is a gamer. There's no we don't want to gatekeep. I like that. Yeah. So so and then and then Fall Guys came out, right? Fall Mm -hmm. Guys is super simple. You have three things you can do. You can move. Well, four things. You can move jump dive and grab right it's three buttons and a joystick so like just because of the simplicity of it i think is what made it so popular in the first place right and then among us got popular i I feel like among us got popular because the mobile version was free so like Mm -hmm. anybody could pick it up and play it right but and then you know streamers started playing it and it just took off again all of politicians a started playing it started streaming politicians it. started playing it yeah they got the vote out oh one. my goodness aoc right yep and and same same with animal crossing too um fuck i know joe biden has uh has an island that you can go to and nintendo oh. had to step in and like ask people not to do politics so you know yeah specifically no politics in animal crossing like the, yep. so the question would be is does joe biden run his island or does he have the intern do it he has no, an absolute for that. It's absolutely an intern. Yes. Yeah. Just hey, you, 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 do you know about this malarkey over here? Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Great um, Uncle Joe. So, so, and that actually leads into a, a, another topic that I had listed here. Um, there was an Onion article. Uh, I love the Onion. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and the headline was: "Gamer downloads hot new multiplayer game just in time for friends to move on." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Depressing, and, isn't it? That just it yeah. makes me want to cry right now. So so just like hearing and, it. And I'm sure the, the three of us have run into this on multiple occasions, right? Like Brian, you and I play a lot of different games together. Paul, you've you've played GTA five with us quite a bit back in the day. Um, March? No, yeah, it was March. That was in back in the day. For the seven season. months ago. For the yeah. pandemic? It's a long time ago, I guess. And anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So, eight, so we, Brian, you and I have cycled through a bunch of different games, and I know you've you've been frustrated with me lately because I've just been like, yeah, I don't really feel like playing that anymore. I don't play. I don't want to play that anymore. You are a fickle bitch. I understand it. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fickle bitch, sure. But at the same time, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but like, I guess I'm I'm the same as the rest of the populace, right? I have a short attention span when it comes to gaming. Like a damn rodent. Like a damn. I think what most people want, and I think this is why Warzone lasts 
is still like it's 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 around, but it's weakened since the last since the newest Call of Duty came out. People want a good squad game, right? They want, and it's like we can't go out anymore. We can't, like, you know, go go to restaurants and socialize. So it's like, we, we let's kill people on the internet. Well, yeah. isn't isn't Warzone just the latest battle royale? Not the latest anymore, but yeah. I mean, at the time, think, right? So everyone yeah. wants to be, you know, top douchebag is what it ends up being, right? Guilty. And, I mean, you want you want to compete, you want to be the best, and you want to. You know, winner, winner, chicken dinner, which I'm probably out, you know, I'm dating myself on that statement alone because that was that was PUBG, right? That was PUBG, which was two to three years ago, which is like ancient history in gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everyone wants to be top douchebag, you know, Brian, you know, no offense, (laughs) but um, none taken all the offense taken. Right. So. You're competing against not only gaming, but then you're competing against sports. You're competing against the 24-hour news cycle. You're competing against movies that are now moving towards its all-on-demand phase. So John might get his wish and never get asked to go to see the movies ever again because they might go to business. (laughs) So My, my solemn wish is that all movie theaters go out of business. How dare you? First of all, yeah, I, I. (laughs) <laughs> no, bad John. Stop that. Um, yeah, because but it's not for the soul, because he doesn't want to be inconvenienced by people asking him, "Hey, John, let's go to the movies together." That way, he's okay. Come up his excuse. Okay, but here's the thing: that's how I live my life is convenience. Like my favorite foods, uh, pie is my favorite food. I love. Mm, that's not food. That's that's a snack. It's, that's it's not. A cat. You can't. No, fuck you. Pie is a food. <laughs> Especially when you it's cannot have it for breakfast or a meal. Ipso facto, it's not. It's what are you not talking food. about? There are there are breakfast pies. There are dinner pie. chicken pot pie. Yeah, I, I just had a slice of apple pie. Quiche is a pie. That for breakfast. Quiche is a breakfast okay, pie. Fine. fine. Okay. Fine. I so so fuck you. Pie is my favorite food <laughs> because it is so damn convenient to eat. You don't need a plate. And- you can just shovel the food. Food goes here. Yeah, you yeah. you can pick up a slice of pie and put it in your mouth, and then it's chew it pizza. quickly and swallow it. Like pie, chips and salsa, right? Love chips and salsa. I, I do eat a lot of chips and salsa, but chips and salsa is inconvenient because because you, you need both to reach satisfaction. I I could eat a bag of chips just by itself, but oh shit, I. But satisfaction was good. Yeah, with satisfaction, but, with, sure, with content. Sure. Now my problem though is you dip a chip. Well, sometimes it breaks. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't break, okay, you scoop it up. Oh, you gotta you're you're dripping salsa everywhere. Got to handle that. And then finally, you get it in your mouth. You start chewing. Do you know how many times I've broken a chip in my mouth and then it stabbed me in the roof of the mouth? <laughs> That's, under. That is the universe trying to spit on you for wishing movie, movie theaters will go out of existence. That is sure. your punishment. That is karmic but the, retribution. But the point under is... Over 150 times. I'm, I'm ballparking it. The point is, chips and salsa, while delicious, usually, is very inconvenient to eat. John lives his life around convenience. How about you, Brian? Do you have any, like... You live by some hard and fast rules that you just have to abide by like john is convenience apparently 
Oh gosh, um, I try not to have too much sugar after eleven o'clock. After that, I that's because you're diabetic. That's not yeah, that's not, not a well. choice. That's different. that's a that's a choice. There's consequences. You choose to live. <laughs> you want to live. <laughs> How dare you want to inconvenience capitalism, right? I mean, I like to I like to order my food in more more recently. I feel like DoorDash has uh, has pioneered that industry. Yeah, so if just... it can be delivered, I won't say no to it. So I mean, you're you're willing to pay the extra upcharge or whatever it is. If it's what? like two dollars, but what's he paying for, Paul? What is he paying for? Uh, for him, convenience. convenience. Oh, oh, he's paying for convenience. I rest my case. I rest my goddamn case. Uh, Too I bad demand, you don't I demand have a recount. I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you don't have glasses, so you can't do this. Yeah. I rest my case. Exactly. I have sunglasses. On video chat, I have glasses. So Brian just riffed to his the glasses audience listening at home, face. but like in a very lawyer sense, right? Yeah. Hold it. So, John, um, you got anything other other topics up your sleeve? I mean, since we're talking about food, or up your ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's, we, we could go that direction as well. Sure. Um, so this was actually a question that I stole from another podcast that I listened to. Ooh, plagiarism. What? Yeah. It's the uh, American way. It's the American way. I'll um, see you in court. So, so here's the podcast. question. What fruit or vegetable do you think you could throw the furthest? Ooh, pomegranate. A pomegranate? Why? Yeah. Because it's it's baseball like shaped and has the most aerodynamic in terms of, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It's 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 circular. Okay. I can throw okay. it. I am a scientist, kind of. It's so, <laughs> so I'll I'll get to mine last. I want to hear Paul's first. I want to say like almost like an olive or the smallest fruit possible, so I can just throw it as hard as I can, smallest and roundest. Okay. So. I'm thinking olive or some of the smaller, like tangerine or just some of the smaller fruits and vegetables. It okay. needs weight behind it. It needs right. It needs right. What I was going to say is, I I think the 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 problem with an olive is that it doesn't have enough mass, so it's not going to have a lot of momentum once it, reaches, once it like once it leaves your hand. So the the so I'm gonna have to default to you on this one, John. What would be the most aerodynamic, most chuckable? Fruit or vegetable. So, so the the fruit or vegetable I think I could throw the furthest. Like this is just personal. Mm-hmm. I think I could throw a carrot the furthest, like a a pretty good sized carrot. I'm gonna think it's because of the the wind up and throwing. It's the the over under, right? It's gonna just twirl through the air. Right. So so what I'm thinking is I I get this carrot. I grab it by the end. Mm-hmm. And I throw it like an axe, basically. Right. And that that uh, rotational momentum of it tumbling through the air will keep it moving, like because mm-hmm. because that's how that's how like bicycles work, for example. Right. Is that is that rotational momentum keeping it going? So not only will it have the directional the hang on hang on the linear momentum of it traveling in a direction. But it will also have the rotational momentum of the way I threw it. Okay. So you lost me. No, I, I followed. That's fine. And that's scary. 
if 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 we wanted I mean, to do I a physics lesson later, your... I could totally do it. But yeah, but yeah, no, I I, I think just, I, could I throw don't them care agree with carrots. I only eat baby carrots, and that's when I get wings. <laughs> so you know what baby carrots I... are, though, right? No, what? baby don't carrots are just the ugly carrots that are not pretty enough to be sold at supermarkets, and they process them, cut them down, make make them look pretty, and sell you them at a higher price. But they retain moisture very well, and that is carrots. Why I like them. Aren't carrots like seventy percent moisture? Aren't they isn't every, water? Isn't everything seventy percent water? No, that's huge. I'm not a moisture farmer. Star Wars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but can I get can I get some applause for that? Because I'm not I'm not going to applaud into my microphone, but I do applaud. I, I just did. It's okay. Unplanned. It's okay, Brian. Thank you. All right. Okay. So so. so the last thing, because Paul, you brought this up um, just before we started, and I really wanted to get to this question. So Brian and I currently have our webcams on for this mm-hmm. conversation. You do. Paul. Paul refused to turn his camera on, and Still I asked do. him, "And is it?" I asked him, "Paul, is it because you're naked?" Oh, this story. <laughs> and Paul said, "Paul said I I have a thing against you know being constantly naked." Like, there's a time and place for everything. But apparently the story my mom tells is when I was a wee lad, as in learning how to walk and crawl lad, right? So, um, you know, two, three years old, whatever that age range is. Apparently, I it was hot. It was summer. Wherever we, the apartment we were at, did not have AC. So my mom's like, oh, it's hot. Let me just take this. Um, let him be in a diaper. Which is what you see commonly, you know, mothers and fathers having their... Their crotch goblins attached to them at the hip, you know. At the crotch you know, goblins—that's <laughs> the thing I've been seeing recently. Um, just in diapers, because you know it's it's convenience, right? They just the baby poops on to take off layers, strip the diaper off, clean the clean the bum, you're good to go, right? Which, which actually, I'm just to interrupt you a little bit. I wonder if like because Rugrats, right? Mm-hmm. All the other kids wear like clothes. But Tommy only wears a shirt. I wonder if it's because, like, he's always shitting. Well, I'm just like, fuck it. We're not going to put pants on him because why would we? You know what? Well, it's Phil a and Lil wore dresses. Like, they wore that, like, extra large shirt. shirt. Like, a Grover, a Grover-esque Phil shirt. Wears, Phil wears overalls, though, doesn't he? No. Yes. Yes, do? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And or, or not that I care, not that I have a dog in this fight, because I've I've put that show to bed. Literally, so, I get it. Literally, babies, because they're babies. Got it. That's good. So now, um, that was un, that was unintentional. The the moisture farming that was half intentional. You had to bring that back, didn't you? We 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 try to let that you know just go. So yes. they are wearing sh- so Phil and Lil do wear shirts and o- and like that overalls. But it's okay, like their I, diaper is now too, yeah. their diaper is revealed. So well, Lil's is Phil wears shorts. Does he? Yeah, I'm, just I'm looking at that? a picture right. I just looked it up. Yeah, Phil wears shorts. So I whatever the, I, I, the Google search yeah. is showing me all the other characters except Phil for whatever reason. Phil and Lil Deville. That was intentional. Yeah. Yeah, he's wearing shorts. You're right. So only Lil. So. All right. So, anyways, so three, two, three-year-old Paul, um, my mom's like, you know, it's summer, it's hot, he's probably hot, so I'm gonna let him just run around in a diaper. So apparently, 
I started crying and crying. I wasn't wet. I didn't poop myself. Everything was good, right? He's like, why is he crying? So I finally put a shirt back on me, and I was happy. And, and that's kind of been ever since, like, I don't know. I don't want... Paul just doesn't... Paul likes wearing clothes. Paul likes wearing clothes. It took me the longest time to get comfortable just wearing shorts. I used to wear jeans and long pants all the time. And mm-hmm. then it just recently that I just stopped caring and started rocking shorts more often. Well, I, I can appreciate that because, I mean, you know me, I used to be I used to be a goth kid. Yeah, you had to wear all black. Yeah. had I still wear all black most of the time. Not most. I've seen you wear other colors. In, in the business world, that's considered acceptable. That's the standard. Yeah, you know, black but yeah. I'm, I'm in the tech industry. Nobody follows those rules except for, like, executives. Yeah, the CEOs yeah. and everything, yeah. yeah. That's actually if why you... I chose my major was so I would get to wear a suit every day. Oh my god, do not tell that to Grover. He okay. he the place he used to work required <laughs> yes. formal not not like formal attire, but like business attire. At like four, khaki four pants di- or like casual or No, not no, business, casual. business casual. Business casual attire. And so he would like, tell me No, like khaki pants or like dress pants. Slacks. 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 Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. So he would tell me because so he had a two hour commute each way for this job. Yeah. And he he basically hated himself all day. And as soon as he got home, he would just strip down and put sweats on. Mm-hmm. And he'd just be like, I'm done. <laughs> and then when he eventually quit his job, he'd burned it all in a ritualistic fire. It was great. Yes. <laughs> really? Burned like actually burned it. Arson. He burned it. Put, well, put it in a pile. It's not arson it if it's his own property. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, That's so, so that should tell you how much he hated wearing business attire. So and I would too. Fuck. But that's the opposite. Like, for my day job, I am very comfortable wearing the button-up and the slacks and that certain level of, of professionalism, right? Right. So, um, I know my, my principal, he wears a, a tie with it. So, I'm not quite there yet, so I, I'll, I'll rock the day with sans tie. But um, hmm. I, I do like wearing the long sleeve button-up and the, the slacks. But I do fear the day I have to go in front of some kind of award panel for the studio to receive some honor or whatever, and I have to be the one to do it because no one else is going to, you know, look <laughs> presentable, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be me and Jabari probably, and even then Jabari might not want to. So, so we. Well, been... I'm glad we have you for that. Oh, we've we've been at this for an hour now, Mister Dishaw. How um, is yeah, it the I, average? I was... Is this the you know. I, I think we're gonna go for for about an hour for each episode. Okay. Um. So so, why don't we go ahead and uh, end it here? Uh, I, I I really just wanted to get to that Paul being naked story. Paul not that was Paul not wanting to be naked unless he save the best for last. Yeah. Barbaric. No the um, um, so the anatomy of the idiot. Moral of the story is you know we just can't figure out COVID and the numbers keep going up. Right? Is that the anatomy of the idiot? for the episode and the attention span of rodents yeah attention span of rodent gamers yeah there it is that's the title of the episode there's the title roll credit ship it (laughs) all right well uh so if you somehow enjoyed this hour-long rambling session um somehow (laughs) go ahead and uh you know subscribe or was it like subscribe comment uh you know smash that like button 
smash that like button. Uh, rate. Please give us a rating. Uh, you know, hopefully you liked it enough to give us five stars or whatever the highest rating is on your platform of choice. But if not, uh, definitely, you know, leave us a comment. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Um, tell us if you want to see Paul naked. Don't do um, that. I'd rather not know. Do <laughs> I will leave an anonymous review. No, thank you. <laughs> I'd hard pass on both ends. <laughs> hard maybe. All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Anatomy of an Idiot. And uh, we'll see you next time. Keep it nerdy. Peace.